this time on Matters. Navel. Gazing. Coconut. Dracula. All this and more on this exciting episode of Matters. His name is Matt. His name is Matt. And that's all that matters. Yeah. Welcome to Matters with two guys named Matt. Talk about what matters to you. I am Matt Noss with me via the power of the internet, my best friend in the whole wide world. Why, if it isn't Matt Rose. Maddie, it's, it's, oh, yeah, he's howling. What's that lone wolf doing over there? Uh, it's been oh. a solid four or five months before. <laughs> Since our last episode of Matters. Yes, we are we are still alive, Chris Heiner. We are still alive, um, Chris. Um <laughs> hanging on by a thread sometimes. Yeah. Uh, but yeah we we real. got so much to catch up on, so much to talk about. Um I don't know who wants to go first. But well, I, I, I can give a high level I, I can give a high level of what's going on over here. Um we had a nanny. She just stepped down. Yeah. Um, which is which is a bummer. Um, yeah. yeah. We we started a nanny search, and then uh, COVID decided to uh, be COVID because it's a disease and it doesn't give a shit about your feelings. Uh, no, it really doesn't. And uh, unlike your tweets. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> And uh, then it became, you know what? I actually would like to see my in-laws that don't go anywhere, um, mm-hmm. you know, and see my mom once she retires, which is like in four weeks. Yeah, that is bananas. Yeah, like I want to see my mom. And you know what? It's kind of like my my mother-in-law, who's amazing, is like, look, I can step in for a little bit because... Mm-hmm. This just, it doesn't make sense. And Catherine and I are like, it doesn't make sense because what were we going to do? Like, what we wouldn't be able to get somebody in the house until January. Yeah. But the thing is, they're going to have to go through the holidays. And the presupposition is yeah. what? They don't go anywhere? Yeah. 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 No, um, that's, yeah, they that's are. a very valid point. Yeah. They're going to go somewhere. And so, you know. We lose a little bit of money in the service, but we'll use them again and, you know, and then we'll just keep checking on people. But I know my mom is chomping at the bit to get, she usually watched Rosemary on Friday. So maybe, maybe we can work something out. But basically my, yeah. uh, my mother-in-law is coming, which is great, which beats the other thing that we were doing, which is here's the television and Daniel Tiger. <laughs> But uh, no, Catherine. Yeah. Catherine really hurt herself a couple weeks ago. Um, yeah, yeah. So, so what happened? Man? She was so I was cooking because I generally take care of dinner, mm-hmm. and she's like, "Let's go for a walk, Rosemary." And Rosemary got on her back for a piggyback ride. Catherine started to run, and the pavement was the sidewalk was uneven, so she tripped and um, fell. Yeah. Rosemary like flew onto the grass fine, shaken up. Yeah, but, yeah, yeah. But the way I still don't exactly know how Catherine fell, besides like she fell. 
But right. it seemed like she put herself in a position to fall on her knees, which is okay. But the way that she fell on her knees, I guess because she was kind of running, she had momentum and she had her mm. jeans on. I think it kind of did like a pinch tear situation because oh, no. you know what I mean? Like, yeah, no, I not only did I she know, have man. like the impact on the bone, but like it just, yep, it dragged, it just oh. dragged and, and gnarly. It was a gnarly, gnarly wound. And she hurt herself. I mean, it's straight up trauma. Yeah, that, yeah, that sucks. And that was the day my in-laws came back into town. And we were going to give them, like, because they've, tra- you know, they've had to travel across the country. We were going to give them the yeah, two weeks. Two weeks, yeah. And then it was like, we need you here now. So then it was like, okay, yeah. I guess uh, we're in the bubble. we're all quarantining, yeah. Yeah, we're all in the bubble now. So, yeah. And that was like three weeks ago now, so everybody's You're fine. Good. But You're all good. yeah, it, it was just it, well, well. Catherine is still very much recovering. Yeah, you know? that that sounds terrible. Well, yeah, I mean, it takes a while for for stitches to heal, man. So yeah, so the stitches are out. Th- those came out last week. She's getting yeah. an MRI on her knee next week, Wednesday, just to make sure. Jeez. You know, because she's just been so stiff and, and yeah, she's yeah. been able to bear weight on it since the beginning. So it hasn't been like that, but it's just. So it wasn't, it wasn't like an internal bone ligament injury, just a uh, superficial tissue. So that's what, I think that's why we were getting the MRI because yeah. we really, yeah. we had x-rays that night. So nothing was broken in terms of mm-hmm. bones, but yeah. you know. And I doubt that she like tore an ACL or anything like that. Yeah, I think she just did. I number one, I think she got a bruise on her bone. Yeah, you know, which, which is sucks. forever to heal. Yeah, it takes a very long time. You know, and <sighs> I just you know like every day she either has a new feeling that she hasn't experienced before. Yeah, and it's scary when you, yeah. Well, like yesterday, she was like, "Why is this numb? This wasn't numb before." You yeah. Know? And then, oh, why is this tingling? Why is this this? So, <laughs> see, if it was just her turning forty, I would have been like, "Welcome to your forties." But no, this is an injury, so I get it. I get what she's. Yeah, know, she's freaking out, man. I would freak out too. Well, I've had so many injuries that I've just. I've given up on investigating and it's like, Oh, this is none. That's sure. It is. Sure. Cool. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And you know, I'm, I, but it, it is nice to have the extra hands of my in-laws because a lot of, a lot of everything is shifted over to me, which isn't bad, but yeah. it's like, you know, I obviously when Catherine wasn't here, I was used to doing that, but, that was with a child, an infant, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Now, what? now you've got a, a talking, walking, right. You know, feel like, so, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah, you know, you turn your back on her a minute and she's buck naked in the front room, <laughs> you know, throwing pillows around. Like it's hold on. Wait, hold on. Has that actually happened? Yeah. Okay. Of course it right. is. Okay, because like, well, like we're, had, we're like we're, an example of that. So I want yeah, we're, I we're in the sure middle I'm... of the transition from diapers to potty. 
she's okay. So okay, so she's doing potty. She's tinkled. We have never. Okay, all right. We have so never there's... gone bef- beyond that. Um, okay. She's still so, number one. Taking care doing, of doing pretty number well. Two is on deck. Number two, there is there is an angst and anxiety about it because. Oh, I get it. You know. I get it. And we're trying not to make it a big deal. That's the thing. Yeah. We're just trying to yeah. be like And that, I think I think that is probably one of the biggest things is like not making that a big deal. It's like listen to like, your body. Yeah. Yeah. And you gotta go go. No pressure. No pressure. The hard part is to like actually explain how long it takes to like yeah. you know, it's like Oh yeah, like and I mean she you know, sits down and gets up, but like it didn't happen. <laughs> like yeah, I mean, it won't. Yeah, no, you you've got to you got to give it, give it a bit. Give it so, a, you know, like I mean, I hate to say like give her a book and have her read the book, but like I know don't don't they make like potty books or something? There's like, a lot of potty books. There's because I mean, like I have a potty book right here. It's called the fucking phone, right? Like, <laughs> you know, when I know it's gonna be a while, I just fucking pull up Washington Post and read an article. Yeah. So, but that's you know I also I have like a terrible stomach so you know it's a little different for me but yeah you know I, I I'm glad that I don't have to go through that because it would be so weird for me to have to explain to a child who has a normal digestive system like oh yeah it'll probably take about twenty minutes like but I'm done like what well we have to take you to the doctor. <laughs> Like that, I think it's supposed to take longer. Like, no, I'm done. I I feel good. I feel happy now. Like, ah, no, there's something wrong with this child. <laughs> What's happening with this kid? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But, so yeah. Just, I mean, I, just I, that I, transition. I mean, it's not. It's not a bad thing. It. We're very excited. Believe you me, I'm very excited about it. It's to never just, have to do a diaper. Yeah. It's well. Unless we we have another child, which right, 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 which, right. which you know, I mean, I think I can say this without saying too much. Our desire is to have more than Rosemary. Yeah, you know, but if if it's Rosemary, we are super happy, and that's kind of the way yeah, that we. She's a you know, she's a good good kid. Well, I mean, yeah, she's she's great. We even love if her. she was even if she wasn't the greatest kid, still. Yeah, well, she's well, mine, yeah. right? <laughs> It, it, but it's you know I would say our intent is yeah we we, we would love to have uh, two kids I think that a I bigger think family we'd Just love to bigger. have yeah. a bigger family but there's yeah. no pressure on that either it's not like yeah if it happens it happens if it doesn't it doesn't exactly yeah. you know if you're if you're freaking out about that I think that's too much too much weight to put on yeah. stuff no I. I I get it as much as I can get it. Oh, you get it, baby. <laughs> yeah, yeah, so, and then, I mean, work is work. We're, yeah. we're extended uh, I, until, like, July of next year. Yeah, work for me has actually been really great lately. Really? Yeah. My boss, Um, I mean, I know, I know how this might sound. But my boss basically gave me an open-ended research project where he was like, all right, I want you to investigate these five things. So 
I investigated them and I built a functional app. And he was like, awesome. Now have it do these three things. So I did those three things. And then it's like, all right, well, now, now I want you to do these two things. And I mean, like it gets more complicated every time, Mm -hmm. but every time somehow I figure it out. And then like today he pulled me completely off the stuff I'm working on. He was like, all right, we need to have this done by uh, Monday. And I needed to do this, 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 and this. And so like, I didn't even hear all the requirements. I just heard like this, this, this. I was like, okay, all right. uh, Okay. I'm going to, I'm going to investigate the first thing. And so I look at the first thing like, all right, okay, well, no, now I need to look at the second. Okay. Now I know how to do that. And then I had a fully functional solution before the day was done. That's awesome. Yeah. Like, and I mean, these, these were things I did not know if I could do. Like, I don't know if they were technically feasible. And then I got them all working by the end of the day. That's amazing. And that's, yeah, like my bosses keeps getting me like, Things that aren't so out of my zone that I just say, like, no, I can't do those. But it's like, I want these five things done. That's like, all right. Well, I don't know if I can do them, but I'll look them up. And, you know, he, he gives me all the time I need to get it done. And then, like, when I showed him the first demo that did, like, I think more than he was expecting, it was like, yeah, so the reason why I'm having you do this is, and it was like, oh, shit. Okay, all right, now I understand why you're having me do these things. And now I'm, like, a little more excited to do them because, like, it's basically another arrow in the quiver for the team, right? Like, Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. You know, we have, we have people who do this. We have people who do that. We have, like, one person who does this, and I want to have more. And so – you know, the one, the other guy who does this does different things. So having me on the other end of that, right, yes. you know, is like, all right, I'm the one feather and he's the other feather on the arrow, right? So to, to make another quiver reference uh, or metaphor, I guess, but it doesn't matter. Uh, but yeah, like, no, I've, no, please spend I've, another five minutes on that. Uh, well, so you see, man, there's this thing called arrows. Yeah, <laughs> I am the left edge of the head of the arrow. Uh, oh my god! But <laughs> I am the uh, the feather that aids in flight. <laughs> but the other guy is the arrow or the feather that leads a rotation. Um, but like it's it's been really frustrating and terrifying and angrifying at parts. Um, but when I actually get it working, it's like, oh, I'm still a developer. All right. And like now it takes me 30 seconds to actually create the arrow function that goes, makes the call, gets the return, like, like it gets the, um, the results and then writes the loop that gets the, like I didn't know how to do that for SharePoint online. And now it's like, Oh, I, I, I got it. Like I'm, I'm snapping man. Like I, I got it. I don't, I don't need to look at the reference anymore. 
it's it's up here. And I know that that's what my boss wants me to do, like going forward. And it's it's not even the SharePoint online stuff. It's the fact that this is built on React. This is built on TypeScript. This is built on like modern stuff. And uh, I was talking to Eric Wellison last Thursday, uh, you know, for the XMTP call. Yeah. And I told him that I preferred TypeScript over JavaScript. And he was like, what? <laughs> but like I do because like you have strong typing and you have all these things that like I've just become accustomed to using with SharePoint framework, which when you build, you know, when you use Yeoman to build a SharePoint framework uh, app, it defaults to TypeScript and TypeScript is a superset of JavaScript. So it uh, like it transpiles or compiles down to JavaScript. So you can do a lot more stuff in TypeScript and then compile it down to work in, you know, various browser browsers for JavaScript. So the fact that like I'm getting to write these cool things and then have them work, you know, I have huge imposter syndrome from getting fired a couple of years ago. Well, from getting fired four years ago, but still I have like, I have serious imposter syndrome from that. And like knowing now that I can do the stuff that my boss tells me to do in much shorter time frame than he thought was going to be done. And like, I go past what he asked for. Like, you know, that feels That's really encouraging. good. To, yeah. It feels really good to be able to do that again. Like I, I, you know, I was for real looking at what other jobs I can do because I thought like after, after I got fired that like, I just, I was going to have to look for a new field. And I remember talking to Chris DeMars about this and he was like, no, dude, you're like, you, you can do it. I was like, dude, I, I really can't like all the positions that are, are out there. Like, you know, I mean, you have, you have a profile, you know, you do like international speaking, you're a Google and Microsoft certified developer. Like, you know, people know who you are. People don't know who I am. And if I am interviewing for a job, they're going to want proof, you know, like where you can just say, Hey, look at my speeches and, and, you know, you can prove you do stuff like no, no one can really do that with me. Cause all my stuff is behind uh, an NDA. I don't and know, baby. Now, There's a little show. I don't know if you know about it called matters and transmissions. From the yeah. <laughs> uh, Matt for real the job I got after I got fired uh, after I got hired by them, the uh, you know, I, I had to go out to drive to Grand Rapids uh, to do like the, I think the first three or four days there. And we went out to lunch the first day to this taqueria in, in Grand Rapids. And <laughs> Uh, I worked with Ben and Karina and Karina was like, so you have podcasts, right? And I was like, 
I do have podcasts. Like I, I still thought that my name was going to like a soccer player and a makeup artist. Like I didn't think that that, that I was actually showing up in results. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> Sorry, Matt. I had to take a drink. I, well, no, no. I'm just gonna leave it. <laughs> yep, just leave it. Job, just leave it. Listen to that fully work. Sweet, sweet water. That is drizzling amazing. out of my Contigo. Oh God, my Contigo water bottle. Doesn't matter. Not a product placement. But if you want to send me free shit, go ahead. Um, go ahead, send us shit. Yeah. yeah. So aside from the job stuff, you know, I'm I'm really glad that that. Tati got here in October uh, for her visit and, you know, there's been a bunch of things since she got here that have kind of delayed her return. (laughs) Um, You know, the uh, the flights kept like, the, the airlines kept like pushing her flight back. Uh, which is like fine with me. Uh, and now there's political instability in Peru where like you can't, you can't go back to that. And because she's got a, um, a tourist visa, tourist visas are six months. So it's not like she has to go back now. Right. Like, so, so, right. you know, we can push her flights back. So, it's been really nice having her here for the past month and five days. So yeah, like she got to experience Halloween and the, the, so for me, Halloween starts September 1st. I don't know if I've mentioned this before, but I probably have a million times or at least for the past five years or so. Um, But yeah, so Halloween for me starts September 1st and I got uh, a month and a half of Halloween in before she got here. So, you know, it was, it was watching horror movies and fucking MTV's fear. The two seasons I couldn't find on YouTube and, you know, just like, uh, just being like, I love that you rewatched fear by the way. Oh, I'm so, I'm not the one who's so far away when I feel the snake bite (laughs) under my face. (laughs) Oh, I loathe Godsmack, but that, that oh, song that, is that song so is shitty. Insane. It's good. Uh, it, it's terrible. I hate oh, that song. It is the worst song. But, it's, but I cannot think of that show without that song. And I can't think of that song without, like... You hear... Sugar oh, Shack. No, the, the, the Sugar Shack. They're in the Sugar Shack! <laughs> oh, man. That I, show is I, so perfectly dumb oh and, and matt that is why i love it and and i i remember seeing my friend brett uh put something on instagram about how he had like both seasons and i was like the fuck and he was like oh yeah they they released them a couple years ago and like i got it through this or that channel and it was like i must have and he was like Eh, you don't need to buy it. It's on YouTube. And I was like, what? He's like, every single episode is on YouTube. 
So that's why I just well, I just my favorite one up. was so you... the guy who had to like climb up the like the mast or the flag or the crow's nest and they had to walk like to the end of this thing where there was a noose and it was like <laughs> that wasn't no no that was a that was a cement factory and like he had to put the uh, put his head in, yeah, yeah, his head in his noose and and push the cinder block off. Yeah, yeah. And I was and like, the guy was like, I, I, I don't think they're gonna kill you, dude. And he was like, I, I, don't, I don't know, like, dude, it's it's MTV's fear, man. They're not gonna kill you. It's it's the the rope is attached to something else. Like, you're good. So then he Let's like pushes it. it off, and then he puts it. He's like, oh, they're right. He puts on the news. Like, yeah. there's not 17 cameras on him. Yeah. And, of course, like, he gets back and they're like, James Dis- didn't complete the challenge. Yeah. Disqualified. <laughs> uh, yeah. But, you know, it was it was really cool because she was here for, you know, a little bit over two weeks of Halloween. And so... Um, we went to Spirit Halloween or or whatever it is, you know, the Halloween stores that are around for a month. Yep. Uh, and we got, you know, a bunch of, a bunch of decorations, you know, like hands coming out of the ground and gravestones and stuff. Uh, and I bought, well... I bought enough for years, but I like I bought a bag of a hundred of the paper bags that we used to take our lunches in. Oh yeah, yeah, brown paper bags, sack lunch, sack lunch. Yes, um, and then you know I had uh, I have a bunch of sharpies and stuff from just doing art. So my plan was that we were going to decorate bags, fill them with candy, and give them out, and so that's. What we did, we decorated 20 bags and filled them with candy. And, you know, because of social distancing and stuff, I brought my table out from the patio um, out back and I, I brought it up front. We put, we would put like, I don't know, let's say six bags out at a time. And the kids would come up. I mean, we, we went through all 20 bags. We actually went through more than 20 bags. Uh, and the last two kids came up. We felt so bad because they came up and they were like, are you, are you guys still giving candy? And we were out and it was like, uh, uh, we might still have candy. And Tati had a couple chocolate bars she had from Chile. <laughs> so she brought them out and she was like, here, 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 here. Like, and they were, I mean, like, fucking full size and we gave them each two full size candy bars <laughs> so those kids locked out but i mean the it was so funny um the first two kids came up we were just like take it take a bag you're good and they were like a, a bag and we we're like yeah t- just just take one of those bags they're they're yours and so they took them and the next the next couple kids that came up you know they're always brothers or sisters or whatever uh, and they came up and we were like, okay, go ahead. And they're like, so I don't, do I go in a bag and take, like, nope, the whole bag. So, so I go, I go in a bag and I, no, the whole bag is yours. Grab that bag and then roll it up and then put it in your pumpkin. 
and then go because you've got more candy to get. Like that is your bag. And I mean, I think each bag had like 10 pieces of candy. Like we were not, we were not fucking around. Right. No, no. We like, well, I mean, in my neighborhood, so few mm -hmm. people participated that the people who did, yeah, I think they kind of were like going hog wild. Oh yeah. Well, I mean, like usually I give like, you know, I'll grab like a handful and I'll put it in the bags, but these kids got more and uh and uh, you know some friends of mine moved into the neighborhood earlier this year uh and you know they've got two young kids and so you know i i, I think i posted a couple pictures of the bags yeah the bags and looked so awesome the I, I thought the bags looked great uh and so you know they they sent me a message on facebook and they were like so are you gonna give stuff and i was like oh yeah absolutely and they're like can we bring our kids by because this would be like a really big deal that they can actually feel normal and go around. I was like, dude. So I made bags specifically for them where I texted their dad and I was like, okay, what are the kids into? And he's like, well, okay. You know, the older ones into this and the younger ones into that. And so I made them bags specifically for them. And then we put more candy in their bag than the other bags. Uh, and they brought them by. And I mean, you know, we carved six jack-o'-lanterns. Uh, and we had like an entire graveyard. Oh, I saw. It was great. Yeah. And, you know, I mean, the, like the, the kids were coming by and the parents were coming by with them. And they were like, they were like, oh, thank you so much. And it was. It was so great to be able to give those kids the halloween that like i remember i used to have yeah you know where it was just it was it was so great because you know i mean like halloween's my favorite holiday and so it just it meant a lot to me to be able to give those kids a great holiday and it meant so much to tati to be here and experience that and i mean she was so excited to be able to see those kids come in. Like she, um, she was like video chatting with her parents the whole time. Like every time a kid would come up, she would like have her phone ready to record the kids at a very safe distance. You know, we were like, we were probably 15 feet from the front door. So she could come on the porch and she could record them. And um, I, of course, (laughs) for my makeup um i was the crimson ghost (laughs) so uh if you don't know what the crimson ghost is that is the logo for the misfits um (laughs) uh and i mean you know she went as a as a skelly too um but it was just it was halloween was so great I mean, these bags because, are. I'm looking at your Instagram right yeah. now, and I'm looking at these bags. I mean, you had a a little a little shop of horrors bag. That was Tati's. Love that. Um, Feed me candy is what it said. Yep. And who and did the Jack more... Skellington? I did the Jack. Oh yeah. 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 Like I I did Oogie Boogie on the front, and then I did uh, Jack Skellington on the back. Um, that was one of the first ones to go. Uh, and we had, uh, we had a bunch of the kids say like, oh, I love the designs on the bag. And it was like, that's why we do it. (laughs) 
Um, but yeah, every single bag was individual. Every single bag was, God, I think we actually did over 20 bags. Uh, but, uh, you know, every single thing was custom and fun. That, yeah. I mean, you know, I didn't put anything. The only bag I did that had anything even slightly objectionable is I found out that the older son of my friend liked zombies. And so I made a bag that had zombies, but all the zombies had bags of candy in their hands. But one of them had like an arm that had fallen off. That that was it. That was the most objectionable thing that I had. And like Tati looked at it and she was like, that's gross. And I was like, hey, he said his kid likes zombies. And she was like, okay. But um, that was also the first night that we were able to use my fire pit. Um or as I like to call it, Fort Fire Pit, because it's huge and it's made out of all the bricks that I didn't get to use when they <laughs> so when the car crashed through my house. Uh if you don't believe me, welcome to the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> uh so they used let's say a pallet and ten bricks. So they had to buy two pallets. But they can't take the pallet back that they didn't use. And they and they were like, we don't really need the pallet. We can like dispose of it for you. And I was like, I'm not gonna. I mean, don't throw those bricks out. So I was trying to find a use for them. So I built a fire pit. And it's like, yep. I still have a bunch of bricks left. I have to expand in the fire pit. And uh, and in front of the show, Jay Ren saw the fire pit and he was like, that's a boss fire pit. And I was like, goddamn right it is. Because, I mean, like, you know, my neighbors let trees grow into my yard, and then I have to cut them down. I, I always have firewood. Uh, <laughs> but that was the first night that we actually got to have a fire, and we got to make s'mores. And she had never had s'mores before. Um, so, you know, we had a bunch of s'mores, and we got to sit up with fire, and we had mulled wine. And it was, sorry, we had witch's brew. <laughs> I'm not going to call it mulled wine. It's a witch's brew. Correct. Because Lila, Lila, oh God, what is it? What do they call it? Lila Sellers, when it's that. Uh, they deserve, they deserve their props, man. We, we love, we love witch's brew. And we had the, uh, the apple witch's brew this year too. Um, it's not as good. But it's still, you know, good. Oh man. And uh, what we also got to do. We also got to go to uh, Yates. Oh shit! Yeah. Um, yeah. Once, once her, once her quarantine was done, we went to Yates, and we got, of course, a dozen split, uh, regular and cinnamon sugar. Heck yeah. Oh, we got a gallon of cider, and then we went. And we got. And to then we got them. attacked by yellow jackets. <laughs> no, luckily the yellow jackets were dead by this point. Yeah, yeah. I went later in the season and did not yeah. have to fuck around with them bees. No, man, because those, the, uh, like, I even told her, like, you are lucky that it is cold and rainy today because you don't have to deal with bees. Uh, and she was like, I'm glad because I don't like bees. And was like, well, I mean, like, I like bees for pollinating, but not stinging me. And I was like, I get it. Um, that was not our entire conversation, but, uh, but like we went to the, um, the place where they sell like Yates branded stuff. We got to pick a quarter peck of apples for a couple bucks. And it was like, 
Yes. That's cool. This is good. Yeah, and I think, oh, God, did we get to buy a shirt or a hat or something? I don't remember. And they also had the uh, the Frankenmuth Fudge Company or whatever, and they had non-dairy stuff, so we got some other fudge. We spent a bit of money uh, on that, and then we got to drive around um, Romeo because, like, we we drove to my parents' house. And we talked to them like I cracked the window like an inch and we were both we were all in our masks. Um, and, you know, we were like talking and, and my parents, you know, asked if we had been to Romeo. And so we drove to Romeo and, you know, we were driving through the neighborhoods and stuff. And it was my God, it was it was such a great Halloween for me to be able to watch somebody experience Halloween for the first time. And, you know, be, like, excited about it and stuff. And, yeah, it was it was a great – it was a great Halloween for me this year. Uh, and, you know, it was a great Halloween for her. And it was, it was really great. I'm really glad she got to experience it the way – you know, I mean, I wish that it could have been, you know, not a pandemic. <laughs> but, you know, yeah. you, you – you, deal the hand that life gives you right so we we made you know we made did with what we were dealt but it was great it was, it was still awesome and you know i i look forward to the the time ahead because you know i mean She'll be here because of the unrest in Peru. She'll be here at least until Thanksgiving. Um, and I mean the the unrest in Peru because they they've already impeached one president, and I think the the next president resigned, and shit's happening. So we're gonna we're just gonna see where this takes us. <laughs> yeah. Um, but you know she's going to be here at least until next Thursday, right? <laughs> uh, I think she had to reschedule her flight until December. So we're gonna we're gonna have Thanksgiving, you know. I mean, um, because of the the rates of COVID in Michigan and uh, you know in the entire country, we're gonna have to dial Thanksgiving back this year. But yeah. I'm I'm sure that we will figure figure something out where we can all be together virtually, you know. Well, I know I'm not seeing my extended family for the holidays. Um, I will probably see my well, I'll definitely see my mom and I'll see my in-laws, but that might be it. Oh, you might not see Dougie. Well, Debbie is traveling again oh, for right. work. Right, 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 right. I forgot about that. And she, um, I have a feeling um, that they're gonna they're gonna ground her again because it's just getting so out of control. It is. It is. Uh, I mean, you know, I I suggested this with my family, and I would suggest it with you. You got a laptop. You got a phone. You got a tablet. There are a million options to stream. If you can't be in the same room, yep. you can still eat together. You can still be a family together. Very true. And you have to take what you can get, you know. <laughs> Especially right now. It's just. Yeah. 
exactly. No, I think that's a good idea, and we'll, we'll definitely see each other. So, well, why don't we take a uh, quick little break, and we'll be back with more matters after this. Back to matters. You've reached the part of the show where we talk about what we're into this week. I've got like a fucking cavalcade of shit I'm into right now. Oh, oh, I've got, I've got so much. All right, so you know what? I've had this one locked and loaded for two months. Uh, did I talk about the bags? Which bags? The bags were a punk band in the '70s in California, and I think they were the first. Punk band to be fronted by a Mexican-American woman. They were great. Like, they they never actually recorded a full album. They just had a bunch of singles. Uh, but somebody recorded, or somebody compiled all their singles into one record. And I bought the actual LP, oh, geez, sometime in September. And it was like, Yes, 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 yes. And I mean, some of the stuff wasn't even recorded in a studio. It was recorded live at shows. And it was like, God damn, why didn't somebody just capture lightning in a bottle? But they got a couple things. You know, I think they maybe had four songs recorded in a studio. But yeah, that was what exactly what I was looking for. And I mean, like, the Survive when you hear survive and then you hear riot from dead Kennedys, like, yeah. Okay. (laughs) I get it. Like they, they were there when all these bands were, were just starting out. Like they were, they were great. And so I got the record. I can, I'm looking at the record right now, (laughs) you know, and it was, it was great because I got it. Yes. So I don't think I've heard this. Now it's gone in vain. 
like they had the sound. They did, yeah. I mean, like, I... I I heard them the first time <laughs> of all places on morning edition or not morning edition uh no yeah, no it was uh weekend edition on NPR on Saturday morning um or no it was even before them I think I, I think it was like a show before them where it was Maria Inahosa um who's a host uh she's like a Mexican American host on uh on NPR and she was talking about how like the bags were one of the first like punk rock bands that had Mexicans in it. And it was like, I've never heard this band and holy shit. <laughs> so that was like almost immediately after that, it was like, I got to get that record. And so I got it and it was like, God damn it. And then like, I found out that, the the one woman that was that was singing earlier got in a fight with Tom Waits at the Troubadour or something like like when you when you read about some of the shit they got in it was like how weren't they bigger than they are but then like you know there was like people constantly leaving the band and then you know there was there was fighting and stuff but uh so you have the all bagged up collected yes. works yes yes I do. Out of the LP, and when we are actually able to be in the same room, yeah, we'll rip that. I will bring that some bitch over, and we will listen to it. Matt, what are you into? And we'll just keep trading back and forth. Yeah, um, new Idols record, um, fucking great. Um, Idols is a UK. Um, they're they say they're a punk band, but not really. Post. Punk but they're not like they're not like post punk where you're like Interpol. They're a rock and roll band. I mean, I think that's oh, probably the. Oh. I think that's let's, probably let's, the easiest let's, way. Let's hear. Them. But here's some this song. This is the title. This is the side one song one of their new album Ultramano, and this song is called okay. War. Punk, yes. Post-punk, yes. Rock and roll band. somebody would 
say that it is in that bubble. Yeah. But it is, well, I mean, for one, it's not the bags, but also it's not, it's not bad brains, man. It's like, don't, don't put it in. I mean, you know, I know, I know that I have a very specific bubble where it's like anything I've tried to get better about this, but I know that like when someone will say like, Oh yeah, listen to this punk music. And it's like, that's not punk. Like I, I try instead of belittling them, making fun of them until they cry. I'm like, oh, you like punk music? Well, have you ever listened to this band? Well, try try listening to like these three bands and let me know what you think. Because I want them to listen to good stuff and yeah. not what they were listening to. And I mean, like that, honestly, that sounded to me a lot more like Black Party than it did. Like, like I, I don't know, man. Dev, I mean, well, Black Party is a UK band. Um, they they do have a lot of styles. Their last record was a little bit more aggressive, um, which is joy. Yeah, I guess I'd have to hear that. Which so, is uh, joy as an act of resistance, which I think is worth. Uh, <laughs> I played you Danny Nadelko off of that one, and that. That one is much more of like a yeah that that's a chanty punk song, yeah. But it isn't the only thing that they do. I would say that they're well, just... and I mean when you when you listen to the the progression of Dropkick Murphys from you know Do or Die to whatever their last release was, right? That is <laughs> the, the sweat of a pipe fitter. Oh, what an album! <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I mean, there was there was the, quite a the change tartan there. of a bricklayer. Oh, what a great drop <laughs> kick Murphy's album. Uh, you know, and then you've you've also got Street Dogs that are like a, a deviation from that, and that the the one singer from Dark Murphy's left and then formed Street Dogs, um, and. It, for a while, it sounded like Street Dogs was a lot more Dropkick Murphys than Dropkick Murphys was. Um, but well, the Murphys became something else just because yeah, they, they have to, you know. Yeah, yeah, and I mean, you know, they're they're no longer twenty-something guys who are working day jobs. It's like, no, you're the Dropkick Murphys now. You, you you don't have to be a pipe fitter. You don't have to be a bricklayer. This is what you do, guys. Um, you're fucking, but I mean, you're, no, you're I a working class bar band. Yeah. But you know, once, once they started playing the tonight show or, or Conan or whatever, it was like, well, I don't know, guys, maybe, maybe think about like what that means <laughs> or, or the fact that you will have a St. Patrick's day show on the 16th, 17th, and 18th of March that completely sells out in a couple seconds. Like, I don't, I don't think a local band does that, you know? And the fact that you get, like, everybody from all over the country trying to get in there, you know, you guys, you you guys are a good band. You were in a Scorsese film. Like, yeah. The guy has impeccable soundtracks. Like, yeah, 
the, yeah, the guy doesn't doesn't pick jokers, right? Like, yeah, he's he's known for picking good music, and he picked you guys, and he played you twice in one fucking movie. Like, you guys are good, and you know, I you are the soundtrack of like two thousand. Well, 2000 to 2005 for me like yeah yeah i mean you and fucking choking victim and leftover crack man you guys were it but i still you know i mean like fucking barroom heroes man yeah doesn't I mean, matter that, i hear that and i'm like i'm ready to fight <laughs> well this is an overarching conversation that we have often in fandom and i think mm-hmm. you and i have had this conversation before whereas like you it's hard to go on the whole ride <laughs> you know like there i i can still go on the whole ride for for Dillinger 4 but they stopped the nuts. but they stopped making music even though they're still together like if Dillinger yeah, they, 4 they stopped putting singles out yeah yeah if Dillinger 4 released an album tomorrow i would get it oh me too but oh, the thing sad. is like they aren't and the Dropkick Murphys have never stopped being an entity. Yeah. And when you're that kind of band that's still an entity, especially they've been now pushing 25 coming up to 30 years as a band. God. You you <sighs> start to go I will always love you know this one and this one and this one mm-hmm. and after that I can't tell you goddamn thing they wrote and i'm yeah I, you know, after it was like, sing loud sing proud man i i think i, I, I had what i needed that. yeah yeah i well, i've been the same way with radiohead where it was like yeah. i i lo- i liked pablo had honey loved the bends went insane for okay computer mm-hmm. really really loved uh kid a mm-hmm. then was good with Amnesiac, but it wasn't my favorite. Like, uh, uh, Hail to the Thief was all right. And by the time I got to fucking In Rainbows, I was like, yeah, I, I mean, I guess I guess it's good. I mean, they're good. Yeah. They're a good band. But they're not my yeah. band anymore. Yeah, no, they're, they're aiming for a different Which different is cool, audience. you know, but I, yeah. you know. But Go it's, for your audience, man. I, I get it. But I think that's a thing where it's like, ew. Once a fan, always a fan isn't always true. No. Though I will say still that Appetite for Destruction is a great record. Right. <laughs> but, you know, for sure they released it. Chinese Democracy, but like uh, they so, I weren't mean, like, an now active that Slash band. Slash is back in the band. I'm holding out hope. <laughs> uh, but yeah, no, like I. I, I for a while, like after after Dillinger Ford hadn't released an album for a while, uh, I was like off with their heads. Where it was like, oh man. But then you know, and I and I respect them for doing this. But Ryan changes the lineup of the band for every album because he wants to keep it fresh, and he does. Um, but that has different results with each album. And I think that home was like fucking every track <laughs> was fucking punching above its weight class. Uh, and I mean, like, I really love their earlier stuff, 
where it was like a lot more raw and not recorded great, but it was just, they had it on every time. Uh, but like home was, everything was recorded really well and they were hitting it. And then like, he's, he's putting out other stuff and it's good and I like it, but none of it can really reproduce. But, uh, fuck. I had talked about the song and I can just look it up if I want to. So I will do that. And, uh, do, 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 do. <laughs> uh, but they, they released, um, non-essentials one and two. And, you know, it was, it wasn't stuff that like I would be sitting there and I would be saying like, Oh man, I can't be without the stuff. But at the same time, like some of the tracks rip, you know? Right. <laughs> and also it's on Bandcamp, and, and I know that like the music, especially when Bandcamp does the like whatever Fridays where it's like all the proceeds go to the band itself and not to Bandcamp. It was like, yeah, I kind of got to do this. Cause I did the same thing with Carpenter Brute mm. where like there was one of those fucking Fridays or whatever, where it was well, like, oh no, all the money well, goes to the band. Well, I bought the new band. system of a down songs. Oh yeah. And um, how are they? One of them is like Ariel's light, kind of an anthemic okay. one, and the yeah. other one is like a straight ahead B side to probably like Toxicity or um, Hypnotize. But it, it was I, I, I mean, Toxicity for me. Oh, that's a cover to cover. All the way through. It's a cover to cover classic. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Old Rick Rubin, asleep on a couch, producing a great album. (laughs) It's funny because, you know, they hadn't put out anything in 15 years. And they only came together because of what's going on in Armenia. Yeah, yeah, with Armenia and Azerbaijan and Turkey and Russia. Yeah. Yeah, it's not going great. No, 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 definitely, definitely not. My uh, my friend Vana has been going, uh, has been going off on uh, on Twitter and Instagram about like because she's a Syrian and you know the the Turks, the Kurds, the everybody has fucked them over, but the Armenians were kind of like a place they could go and the Armenians are getting attacked. I mean, you know, I don't know. I, I don't know everything about it. I know that Russia's involved and Turkey's involved. Um, I just wish people would be nice to each other and not fuck each other. <laughs> that'd be, that'd be great. That's what I would, that's what I would hope for. Uh, but the, the song um, that I was talking about with off of their heads was off of non-essential volume one. Uh, and it was next in line. It was a Swing and Utters cover, and it fucking rips. <laughs> it is such a good cover. Uh, I mean, like, most of that is covers, Like, but they've got a, holy shit, they've got a Morning Glory cover. Um, they've got a Panthro cover, Warren Zevon cover, Mar- Jesus and Mary Chain, Dictators, Pegboy and Bouncing Souls, and Quincy Punk's cover, just on volume one. Um, but next in line, uh, God, I know they sponsored us once, but maybe they'll sponsor us again because 
I was originally planning on <laughs> on having uh, the bags sponsor us in this one, but then you played it, and it was like, fuck, <laughs> I can't I can't have them sponsor us and have that. <laughs> so maybe I don't know. We'll we'll figure it out. We'll find something it. else you're into, Maddie. Oh Jesus! Uh, I mean, I was really into Halloween, man. Um, yeah, I heard that. So so one thing that uh, Tati and I agreed not to do was watch season three of dark until she got here. Mm. And we, we were like, well, I don't remember exactly everything that happened. So we watched the first season and then the second season before we watched the third and God damn it. I, like I, that show is so detailed. Like in, I think in the first episode, you see a wall with things pointing, like you know, with all the people pointing to other things. I, I would imagine that that was just like their wall that they had in the writing room, where it was like, "This is how everybody connects," um, and then they just recorded everything after like that. It was. It was like I can't spoil, and I can't talk about it without spoiling everything. But it, I need to watch it. I've not, Matt. It. What I love is there's this one discussion between one character and another where he's describing, um a wormhole right where he's like okay so imagine that you are in an infinitely large infinitely dark room and you have a flashlight and you flash it to your left conceivably that light should flash forever but and you know he draws this on a piece of paper and then he folds the piece of paper in on itself and he says but if there is if there is like a bend in time, that light flashes back. So all I can say is present influences future and future influences past. And once you watch the whole thing and you were like, wait, what? <laughs> it, ah, oh, man. I'll watch just it. Just watch it. Just watch, watch it. it. Just watch it. And then you have to let me know after every episode. You have to text me and then Tati and I will be like, oh my god, he's at that part. <laughs> but uh yeah, we watched we watched Dark and like while I was watching it, I was like This show gives me serious lost vibes. And Tati was like, I I don't know what the what is lost. And I was like <laughs> All right, we can watch Lost afterward because it's on <laughs> Hulu. And so we are almost at the end of season two. I don't plan on watching the whole show. I only plan on watching like maybe to the end of season three or four, but I don't, I don't plan on going the whole way because I don't want to get to the end of the episode and be like, wait, what? Because <laughs> uh, like the, the writers even admitted, like we kind of wrote ourselves into a corner. Um, well, I mean, they got into a spot where it was like, it's either God or nothing remember remember we said it wasn't maybe 
<laughs> yeah, I mean, the, yeah. it only can get so mystical. Yeah, yeah, and I mean, like, when you got to, like, season three, you didn't have to worry about explaining things, and that's why I I only want to go that far, and then, like, maybe, I don't know, maybe go to Fringe, because Fringe, like, never, never went so deep in its own ass it couldn't get a hook. <laughs> I mean, you know, there was the multiple timelines and then the multiple timelines on top of those, but they still brought it back together. <laughs> um, but have you heard the uh, new Touche Amore? I have not. Uh, so they're a kind of a hardcore punk band. Uh, been been around for a while. Hardcore punk is they're probably more post punk than. Hardcore punk, yeah. but yeah, I mean, if their if their if their name isn't Bad Brains, yeah, exactly. They're not a hardcore band. Um, check out the video for reminders because you'll love it because it's just people with their cats and dogs. Um, because oh, you got to share that screen, son. So the name of the song is Reminders. Um, start sharing, uh, and uh, the the video starts off. What serves as a reminder of love in your life? And we asked friends this question, and their response was overwhelmingly the same. It was their pets. Uh, so this is reminders, and I think I think it's a great fucking song. right past me because uh, the other cats had to go back to their room so patty came out come here pattykins um yeah that was a big old cat like patty is a is a um uh sturdy gale but uh that was that was a that's a big that's a, that was a big cat yeah, like, so, I, I could work out with Patty. Like she's a, she's a big cat, but not not like that. That was a that's a monster of a cat. That was yeah. That was that was that was that was like that was bordering on like a like a panther. <laughs> that was a big cat. Anyway, uh, you know I I don't know why post hardcore isn't a thing, but like that if i were to say a band was post hardcore i would say that, that was them like post hardcore actually i mean it kind of had a moment with at the drive in cuz they're considered post hardcore <laughs> um look man if you went back and re-listened to relationship of command now 
you'd be like, I think this is actually pretty good because it doesn't have them attached to it. It's just the album. The, the them moment of it was like, what? Because, <laughs> I mean, like, I can get behind, like, melodic hardcore, right? Because, mm-hmm. I mean, people think, like, Off With Their Heads and, and Dillinger 4 are melodic hardcore. I, I, I can get behind that. Um, I was never, like, a huge Hot Water Music guy or Lawrence yeah. Arms or anything like that, but... I get their draw. It's just like not my bag, man. But yeah, well, that hits me. That hits me well. This this album definitely hits me well. It's it's becoming one of my favorites, and it was produced by Ross Robinson, who also produced that at the Drive-In record and the first Corn record and the first Limp Biscuit record. And yeah, he's the. So I have spent a lot of time with the work of Ross yeah. Robinson. But did he did he do Coconut Dracula? <laughs> That's true. <laughs> I don't think so. I don't think he's a coconut dragon. No, so. he did not. He did not. He would have been like, rewrite that. Yeah, no, I am not producing a song named Coconut Dracula. <laughs> you can suck yourself. Coconut Dra- I still am not ready for Coconut Dracula. <laughs> I'm still not. Um, oh, my God. I, 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 no one's ready for Coconut Nobody no would ever. He drops when, it when so I read about that, cavalier. Man, I read about that, and I told my friend Christy, like, there is this song named Co-, and I, I even read her the description because I, I think I like played her the song, and she was like, "Okay, oh what?" And then like I read her the description where <laughs> it roommates. took place from the roommate who was a werewolf, but their roommate was like a mummy or something like. <laughs> Yes, I am now 1,000% on board with this song. But you lost me at Coconut Dracula. And then, like, you're like, oh, no, like, my my uncle is Mexican. And, like, he said something, and I thought he said Coconut Dracula, and he didn't. I was like, that'd make a good song. But now it is actually taking place because of the roommate who's a Frankenstein or whatever. And his other roommate is a mummy, like... God, Matt, you have to read the quote. You have to just read it because oh, yeah. I can't even do it justice. I know you can bring it up. Of course I can. I know I can edit this so you can bring it up very quickly. Well, the name of the band, again, is Islander. The name of the song is Coconut Dracula. God. And the the, the poll quote for this song is, My family is, is Hispanic, and one day my uncle said something that sounded like Coconut Dracula. I asked him if that's what he said, and he said no. I told him that I liked the way it sounded and was going to write a song with that somehow. Okay. That, that's enough where it's like, okay, that's funny. That's cool. It. But no. He keeps going. Had to keep going. Had to keep going. It's a song about having a new nature. Oh, really? Oh. Count Dracula... Is in Bram Stoker's. Yeah, as in, uh, yeah. One day finds a coconut on the ground and bites into it. He discovers that there are beautiful things in the world that have nothing to do with being evil or hurting people. Oh my God! Why would he, why would Dracula even bite into that coconut? He but then anyway. gets his name legally changed from Count Dracula to Coconut Dracula. <laughs> oh my God! Now, now at this point, a Again, stop talking. Jesus. Nope. Yes. He is roommates with a werewolf 
Frankenstein, a witch, and a mummy. They are very confused about Dracula's new life. And he is helping with charities, wearing Batman pajamas, and eating fresh veggies from his garden. The, the song, Batman pajamas is the thing that really kills me on that whole thing, but go King you. The song is from the mummy's point of view, <laughs> as he is desiring to be filled with the same joy that has captured Coconut oh, Dracula's God. part. But, but why isn't the werewolf of Frankenstein? Frankenstein's monster is the victim You're in love with truth. You're not out the blind. You only want what's beautiful. You're not out the blind. You're in love with truth. I want to be someone more like you. <laughs> Every time it keeps giving, and it's such a great chorus. Like for a, it's a great modern rock song. It's it's not bad. And then they get to Coconut Dracula, and this changes everything. Everything. All the rules are broken now. Oh my god! It just. No. I don't know if we can top that. <laughs> we can't. We'll have to do another episode of Matters sooner yeah. than we later. We will have to do an episode very soon. We are sorry. Like, <sighs> look, guys, I'm just going to say it. Life gets in the way. It, it, especially <laughs> right now. Yeah, uh, hopefully yeah, you, it, like, everybody is taking care of themselves. And, yeah. uh, you know. So, to, to, the, to the listeners that we have that are like, hey, what happened to Matters? You know, we're still here. We're still here. It's just been, yeah. it's been a little tough with Catherine life, hurting life herself. Is, life and, has been nuts. Yeah, life, and, is, life and has been nuts. It's and just not been good. We haven't we haven't stopped thinking about you. And Matt and I have been like, hey, we let's need to record, record an episode, episode of Matters. Week. Yeah, and then it's like, oh, hey, this is on fire. That's on fire. You know, yeah. it's it's not that we haven't wanted to. It's just we also know, didn't want to talk up. about the election. <laughs> Yeah, I still don't want to talk about the election until Biden is confirmed. So yeah, I get you. <laughs> let's let's just wait until January for that one. But <laughs> so, yeah. Matty, how can people get in contact with you? Oh, I am at Karate Dracula on Twitter and Instagram, and I am at Matt Noss on Twitter, Matt Noss seventy seven on Instagram, and uh, we are at Matters Pod on Twitter and Facebook. We hope you're doing all right. Take care out yeah, there. We, we really hope you're doing great. Crazy guys, it's just yeah. Have a great Thanksgiving. Happy everybody. Thanksgiving, and you know, just be safe. Be coconut safe Dracula. Like yeah, coconut, coconut Dracula for a family member. And, I mean, yeah. they're ready for it. I would. I would love a coconut Dracula as a. As a I was going to say roommate, and I was like, maybe not a roommate, but like, you know, a family member. I don't know why I would draw the differentiation, but, you know, 
I guess I guess I have some shit I have to work through. Um, <laughs> I'm oh, Maddie. Well, we'll. I miss, I miss you and I miss matters. I miss you. I miss matters. And we'll see you on the next episode of Matters. <laughs> I let you finish. Yeah, Bye. His name is Matt. His name is Matt, and that's all that matters. It was a good try. It was a a solid try. try.